Okay. Hello everybody and welcome to Pretentious Bastards. I'm Taya Rose. That's Rosalind Edwards. Hey. We're two artists doing a podcast about everything arty, I suppose. General disclaimer, we're going to put out every episode. We know nothing. Don't think anything we say is real. It's, it's just our opinion. Have any issues, tell us about it. I mean, come on. It's all about talking. Should we get into it? I think that's that. This episode, we will be talking about materials and tech. So, Taya, why don't you start Ooh. us off? What materials are you most familiar with? Let's see. The thing is, the reason I came up with, well, we you asked me for the idea of what we were going to do. And I was like, materials and tech and things like that. It's because I feel very well-versed in knowing a lot of things. Mm. Which I think is, it makes a good artist knowing a lot of things. Um, but... And very, like, often we use things like digital, traditional painting, um, paper, quite often as well, paper and stenciling. I think those are, the, those are, like, the sort of three that I always sort of push out and be like, yeah, these are my things that I like to do. Yeah, I feel like we make quite a good blend because I feel like you do a lot of things I don't do and I do a lot of things you don't do. Um, For example, at the moment... I, I also did the same thing. I've been working with loads and loads of different materials, especially recently. I used to work with paper, and I was a traditional painter before I started off in any education. Um, and now I am currently making wood cuts. I used to make lino cuts. I've graduated to wood cuts now. And uh, I use a lot of photography uh, in my wear. I use traditional printmaking methods, actually. I think that's what I do. And I repurpose yeah. them is a good way of putting it. That's what I've done. I think, especially recently, I think within the last, say, um, year of, last two years of the MA, and then recently, I've definitely seen like a, an increase of traditional print in oh, your yeah. work. And I absolutely adore it. Mm. Like, let me tell you, you recently did a, um, a piece called Slither, and it was a traditional woodcut print. And let me tell you, as soon as I saw that, I gasped. I was, I was sat in my bedroom and I was like, oh my God, I love it so much. Because I do, I love printing. And I, do, I have my own line of, line of things and I've got loads of printing inks and stuff like that. But I rarely print anymore because it's just... It's very labour intensive it. and it's very messy. And yes. I'm very privileged to have my own... Uh, I share an office with my partner, but he works all day when I'm in there. So it's it's nice and quiet. I can make as much mess, as much noise as I want, and I can leave things. And I don't have to always clean up immediately. So it's not like I'm making in the space that I'm living in. I can just come downstairs and leave it. So I'm very privileged that I find printing really easy. I can just yeah. put it down and forget about it. I have a huge house, as you are fully but realizing what the disaster was when we started recording earlier there's a lot of people coming and going and it's like you can't leave things in certain places mm, you've got a lot of kids in your life places. as well so you just don't want to leave yeah. paints and tools Seriously. sharp implements and tools I, out <laughs> yeah i legit i have to get a metal pencil case to keep my knives in because i used to just leave them around and then one time my nephew came out of my room and he was like tiny baby and he had a clutch of things in his hand and it was like a bunch of pencils, a bunch of paintbrushes and then a single knife. And I was like, no, 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 that's not, it's not fine. What have you got there? A knife? No. 
Yes, love that. <laughs> I'll that post really that on was. the on the Instagram for everybody to see. <laughs> I love that one. It's like one of my favorite videos. Like um, what's the other one? The 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 dog, and then there's that little southern charm. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? All right, we sound like absolute boomers now. You know that vine? That vine? That one vine where the thing goes, Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? I'm sorry. There's some some Gen Z kids somewhere cringing. They can hear the side parts and the skinny jeans. I can't have middle parting. I have curly long hair and I'm short and round. It doesn't work. I uh, I think I look better with the middle part actually, so I'm alright with that. I think you could definitely see the middle part. Mm, I've got a massive forehead, but I feel like that's in fashion that's now, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, it's real estate, you know. You make mm. a fantastic joke. I'd look at your hair, but you you're you're a silhouette. You look like you're in witness protection program for those uh, listening at home who can't <laughs> see what I'm seeing on my screen now. Taya looks like a mix yeah. between a witness protection program and a soothsayer. Back I'm going to tell your future. <laughs> please, please tell me my future. <laughs> please. I tried reading my horoscope this morning and it, just, it didn't make sense. So I don't well, want to Because the future. horoscopes are bullshit. <laughs> horoscopes are bullshit. I don't know why. It's I, like... I love the bullshit of horoscopes. I find them really fun. <laughs> yeah. It's so I great. don't believe I them, mean... but I love reading them all the same. And I'm like... You're yeah. gonna, you'd be like, Mercury's in retrograde, and you're gonna feel angry this week, and then I'm like, self fulfilling prophecy. I'm gonna feel angry all week. Yeah, now. I'm, I'm always angry. What's the fucking point in that? I mean, <laughs> mine, mine one says, Are you hiding behind books? And I'm like, Yeah, books were my personality. How the fuck do you think I've, like, what is this? What is this? Excuse me? What Having a this? personality? Mm. Oh. Don't do Pavel Tools, bus tickets, and monologuing. Well, that's fucking <laughs> Podcast is one giant <laughs> monologue. Yeah, so I feel like one of the things you do a lot more than me, materials-wise, is you recycle a lot, I feel. You reuse, not reuse stuff, but you repurpose old things that I wouldn't think to use. Yeah, yeah. I think it's um, it's become a lot of my practice reusing things. Um, I don't know whether it's just because, as a kid... I just had to do things. There wasn't, um, I don't think my parents were really going out and like buying stuff to fulfill the art needs. So I just had to sort of make do with what I could find in the house and stuff like that. Um, but I, yeah, I, especially starting off with during high school and things, I'd just draw on absolutely anything. So I'd have like uh, maps and mock exams and things like that, and I'd be drawing on it and doing all kinds of stuff so I've just sort of gotten used to then using whatever I could find mm. and it'd be like I'd go to college do those um prospectus sort of things that they'd give you and they'd be like oh this person did this at that school and this person did this at that school and I'd be like cutting out the coloured paper at certain points because I knew I'd be using it later and yeah I'm, I'm really bad with that I still do it now well I would I not think that's, that's a bad thing no. no, I mean it's, it's one thing I would encourage. It's so much better for the environment than, I mean, I always I'm so big on save the planet, uh, such yeah. an environmentalist. 
and but I'm so bad for not reusing scraps. I have a box mm. of them. I can't bring myself to throw them out. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. and it does bother me because think... I'm a neat freak. So looking at a, a box of, of mis, misaligned, unorganized scraps really hurts my soul. But I can't mm. bring myself to throw them away. And something you said to me when we were talking in the initial stages of setting up this podcast, I was saying, oh, I was complaining that my bins had been collected. I had loads of recycling to throw out. And you were like, yeah. why don't you make an impression print with the keyboard, yeah, with the cardboard? Yeah. And then I did that. And then I, that's kind of how I ended up getting back into woodcuts. So I was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is really fun. And then the opportunity mm. came up and the, we had some spare wood left over from where we'd made something. And I had some lino cutting tools. Aren't they really the right tools? But I thought, I'm not buying anything new. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's expensive and it's sharp, let's be honest, it'll yeah. work. I mean, I bought some now because I was bending the other ones because they weren't strong enough, but <laughs> I was like, I'm not buying them just to try it. So, yeah, you directly inspired me. Oh, I'm so me. glad. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. I think it's it's like, um, like you were saying with scraps, though, because art materials can be so expensive. Absolutely. You don't want to throw away the stuff that you have. It's yeah. completely ridiculous. Yeah, I've I recently uh, I order from GF Smith now all the time because it's what I print onto is GF Smith paper mm-hmm. and what um everything the quick plug everything sold on art hall is printed onto premium GF Smith paper. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But their delivery charges are ridiculous. Thumbs. They're yeah. ridiculous. I ordered just... it was a pack of A4 paper and the delivery was two ninety nine. And I was like, oh that's shocking. shocking. It could come through the letterbox. It doesn't exactly have to be signed for. But then I understand yeah. when I'm ordering like massive thousand millimeter by thousand millimeter squares of paper. Then I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. eight pounds for delivery kind of makes sense. And it is next day delivery. Yeah. But I was just like, oh I mean, my God, that, that, is, that is ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Because I... But the one thing I am very savvy about is buying things. So I do always check out and look at different websites. And I try not to buy off Amazon because we all know Amazon's terrible. Awful. Awful. Absolutely terrible. Why are we endorsing this millionaire? Billionaire. I mean, I mean why am I paying for but... this on Prime? <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I usually, every, every so often, I'm not going to be critical. I do use it every so often. Um, but I found... Because I love charity shops and I love going out and searching and running for things. And I always seem to find art materials at charity shops. So, like, if you're a young artist, I definitely recommend checking out, like, charity shops. 100%. I recently went to a charity shop and I was like, maybe I was like, that morning I was like, oh, maybe I should get some, like, paper plates because they'd be recyclable Mm -hmm. and I could mix my ink on them and that way I'm not constantly cleaning things and I went and there were these biodegradable um bamboo plates there and they're really thick and sturdy Mm. so I can use them like I've got one with each colour so if I want to mix a colour on I can just reuse those plates and they're gonna last me years because it was like a bag of 40 and the guy was like oh yeah yeah, these all just came off he was like we got a crate of undelivered Amazon parcels just donated because they'd been sat in like a depot somewhere and I was like well, I'll have them for two pounds, please. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I always recommend if you go to a charity shop, say like uh, Cancer Research, I think they often get unsold on Amazon packages and stuff or unclaimed Amazon packages. So, like, there's one that I've been to, and literally, this is the haul I got one day. I got £30. I spent £35. And I got shitloads of watercolor sketchbooks. And I got a A4 light box. And when I came home and I tallied up the amount of watercolor paper I had, and like I looked at the branding and everything, technically the watercolor paper itself was worth about £120. Wow. Wow. And it was sort of like somebody had just bought it and not bothered with it and then giving it to charity and it's sort of I got it in the end and I'm still using it so that's such a good such a good find I know I really I cannot wait for charity shops to reopen again yay yes especially because I want to start sewing oh god yeah oh I'd always hit up the books in a charity shop as well Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and if you're into collage try and hit up gardening books Oh, definitely. They always like, seem to have them. And, like, National Geographic sort of kids' mm. books where it's got all the printed stuff in. Yeah. They're really sort of good. So you started out traditional. What was that sort of... What was the, the real turning point of going to printing? Oh, God knows. It was such a slow burn. I remember doing lino cuts first when I was in um, first year and I just could not get the knack of carving backwards do you know what i mean like in yeah relief i was just like oh my god and they were god awful i found one the other day and i was like it's going in the bin i'm never looking at that again goodbye forever um so i bought all those like lino tools and then i just never got back into it i just kept a hold of it because i never throw any tools or anything away ever if i can help it um and then i think in third year of my third year second year of my master's the final year oh no it was in the first year actually uh i was making those um i made a book that was very like concept um about medication and mental health and i like blind embossed onto white paper and i guess that was printmaking kind of book binding and then i don't know i just had all those tools and all this ink laying around my house and i was like i I'm bored. I can't think of anything to do. And I was making these like single line drawings and I thought, oh, well, I want something to put under that. So I started mixing up my own ink and just using the rollers to make marks on the paper so that I had a pretty background. And then, I don't know. Then again, that happened when you suggested that I make a cardboard relief. And then I did that. And then the rest is history over the last two weeks. <laughs> seriously like as i said before i absolutely adore the wood stuff you're doing at the moment i mean it is the thing that i've felt the most proud of since i'd say leaving uni no starting starting the masters this is the stuff i've felt the most proud of the stuff i've been the most excited and the most like unafraid to show to everybody i'm just like yeah here it is see it also like having a personal connection with it on my instagram in my captions and stuff i've been explaining like the inspiration behind all my work and like really trying to use things in my life to like 
put into them and like work things through even if it's just like as simple as my enjoying something because I feel like in art we should be using our enjoyment of things as an inspiration because I don't think it should just all be you know how depressing can it be how much how much suffering can you highlight and I'm like I think people are just a bit sick of seeing suffering especially now yes I'm like it's so uh I feel so bored like (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like I don't want to create something that's going to make me depressed. Oh, my God. I want, I'm sick. You know? I'm done and with that's it. that's why I do like using bright colours. Yeah. Yeah. Bored. Like yeah, bored. I've done some um, some black on white, which is nice, and it is really striking. And then I've done some colours on black, which I think is bang on. I need to say that all my work has uh, inspiration behind it. It did make a print that was just a snake. Snake. Why should things have inspiration behind it? Okay, first off. Yeah, my inspiration was I like snakes. Precisely. Snakes have really cool bodies. Why why should you know not everything has to have meaning anymore? That is true. God. Although gimme gimme that one I made with the hands, gimme gimme was um Gimme Gimme. So true. Because at the moment my entire life just feels like me wanting things. Do you know what I mean? I want to yeah. get. I want to leave the house. I want this to be over. I want a new job. I want to see my family more. And I was just like, "Is this wanting ever going to end?" No. No, probably <laughs> not. It's the human it's, facet it's... to just want more than you already have. Yeah, as much as it's terrible to freaking say, it's it's you'll have a certain amount and then you'll still want more. But at the same time, I'm also like, if someone wants to give me a million pounds, I don't think I'll ask for more. Uh, can I have no a million one, please, actually? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need that one pound so I can go to the shop. And I need it in change so I can go to the Vendi afterwards, thank you. That <laughs> 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 is terrible. Sorry, um, I, dropped my co- I dropped my phone into my brew. Oh, no. So I got very nervous then, and that's why I'm rubbing the bottom of my phone. Tea brew. It's It's cold. Mmm, cold tea. I can't drink cold tea. It has to be piping up. I don't really like tea. It's alright, like, but I'd rather have a coffee. I drink anything. I feel like it... Literally. I don't like it enough for the amount it'll stay in my teeth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd rather just have a nice nice glass of ice water with some lemon. Because she's healthy... Oh, she's healthy. She says now. I've had five coffees today. Yeah. She says about wanting white teeth today. and being yeah. healthy. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time. I'm like, I'm gonna be healthy and do this and that. I'm like, what have I had to eat today? A rice cake. Okay, fine. That's not healthy. Today. <laughs> I know earlier I said to my sister, I was like, oh, I really want some snacks, but the only thing we've got in the snack-wise is an apple, and apples aren't actually food. And she was like, they are food. And I was like, they're not food. An apple isn't food. An apple is a healthy snack. That's not... It's not a bag yeah. of crisps, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bag of crisps, is it? Which is what I really I want. Accurate. Yeah, I want a bag of crisps. Apples are food, but are they, like, actually food? No. Not in my eyes. They're not not worth it, food. No. It's a lot of... Apples are a lot of work as well. Yes. 
and the skin sometimes gets stuck in your teeth. Mm. I have to cut my apples up and then I'm like, and then I've got a dirty knife and I've got to throw that away, wash that up, and then. <sighs> this is just basically the section where we tell you all we're really, really unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, eat your veg um, stay in school don't do drugs okay yes yes don't drink perfect unless you're of age <laughs> and doing it responsibly mm-hmm. not like me <laughs> so have you ever done um, digital I, I don't know if I've ever seen any work that yours that is digital I did, but it was so atrocious that I buried it um, and never used it again. Um, And nobody will ever see it. It will never see the light of day. Um, Goodbye to that. But no, I use Photoshop a lot. And I did did try it once, but for me, I just don't have the knack for it, I don't think. It just doesn't spark joy in the same way as making something with paper and inks yeah. and knives you know cutting things out uh i briefly did collage which was a lot of it me placing that together in photoshop afterwards but more than just placing things yeah. together i've never done that um like photography i guess that's technically digital but even then i only like photographing things that i've made that's not technically photography yeah i need to i need to learn how to photograph my work there do you know what speaking of materials and the next subject we'll be talking about is tech yeah secondhand cameras get on them just go see i can get a secondhand yeah. camera trust me because photographers tend to want the newest tech so they'll just sell mm-hmm. their old tech to buy the newest tech i got a camera in i think it was the second year of uni a dslr camera spent a fair bit on it about 200 quid that was second hand as well, so it was a good camera. And it's still, it yeah, does yeah. the job. It's up to scratch. It's way better than mm-hmm. an iPhone could ever be now. I'm just like, yeah, that was a, an excellent yeah, investment. As much as, like, because I think that's one thing they harked on us about so much in uni, was, like, just because you've got an iPhone doesn't mean you should use it as a camera. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I completely get that. But then there's the whole sort of, like, y'all didn't tell us how to use these cameras. Oh, yeah. And also, just for people listening out there who might not have the resources um, that I had to buy a camera, the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got that as, like, a combination birthday present from everyone I knew. Um, yeah, yeah. And I would, but people who might not have that option, just use your iPhone. It's better to record your work and have the record be low-quality images that you can look back on than to never have a record yeah. at all. Because I was yeah, so bad I mean, at recording the process of making my work and um, it really is a benefit to take photos of everything that you're doing and like every step so that you can look back on it, especially for people who are at university. I think it's really important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, to be able... It's, it's one of the things I completely failed at during uni and even now I don't make plans when I start something. So I could be doing like a freaking sculpture or something and I, I just won't make any notes about it at all i'll just go straight in and do it and that's always sort of been the problem with me because then i'm like okay i've done this and it looks amazing how the hell did i get here and I'm like no process no process <laughs> so just do things i know i was i was so bad at it until recently and now it doesn't really matter 
but I like to have those pictures. And I think, I think, I mean, especially at the moment, Instagram feels like our most used resource to get your work seen, especially since we're all bloody stuck in the house. Um, And now I feel like it makes good Instagram content to show the process. posting what you can do. Yeah, and I'm like, that makes much more engaging posts than just a polished piece of work. I'm like, I think people like to see how you go about making what you make. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I always keep my camera next to my desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I can't do the setups. I'm a really pain in the backside when it comes to like anything like that because it's just... Even if I take a good picture with the fancy camera and I'm like, yeah, this is myself as I'm working, it just doesn't look right to me. And I'm like, this, it doesn't get across what, how much effort I'm putting in on what I'm doing. Uh, so I don't enjoy using digital work, but I see on your Instagram all the time that it's something that you very much enjoy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really do enjoy doing digital work. And I think it's because there is an ease about it. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to knock doing traditional work because I do. I enjoy painting with the gouache and everything like that and um, drawing things out. It's really fun. But there's an ease to just drawing. I use an iPad Pro and I have Procreate on that. And then I've got an Apple Pencil as well because you've got to go extra, you know what I'm saying? And then um, it's, it's, I think at first there's a learning curve there because you're so used to drawing on paper. And you, you can't rub things out and you can't backspace or anything like that. But it's really nice to just sort of not have to worry about making a mess mm. and not have to worry about things not going the way you, you want it to. Because all you have to do is just swipe it and delete it. There's no using and abusing the materials, which is, I think it's a quite a good way if you're starting out a project and you need to then generate your ideas and things try it on there beforehand and then move to maybe do it in digital and things i think um that one of the nice things about it is that you can just put it down when you want to put it down and pick it back up again when you want to pick it back up again you don't have to think oh my paintbrush will dry out my paints will go hard you know what i mean you can just if it's getting on your nerves you can take a breath and you know yeah, go have definitely. a cuppa and come back to it and you don't have to persevere through the anger yeah i mean there's there's been certain times where i've been working on something and all i did was just click off it and decide to draw something else and it just made me feel a lot better than having to set everything aside on the desk and being like right i'm just going to work on something else yeah also it's not I mean, staring working- back at you it's not there constantly yeah. looking at you. It's not glaring at you. Oh, it's so great. And especially, one thing I love as well is when you're working on the iPad, you can do sort of split screens and things. So say I can have um, the, the full page being Procreate and then in the top corner, it will be uh, Netflix, just like a little bubble there. So I get to watch TV while I'm working. So it is, it's really nice. It's very, nice. there's a lot of, um, very peaceful. Very peaceful, you know. And I think it cost-wise, um, when I first started doing digital, back when I was in college, I think the tablet I bought plugged into a computer. That's what that I've got. With, that's what I've got, which is why the I don't think on. it ever vibed with me because I couldn't get used to looking at the screen and you have drawing. To look at the screen and then yeah, yeah. I mean, I used 
I got the £30 one I think I used it to death. Like it was, it was really like, this is really fun because it was so much easier when I was doing things like how you were saying, using Photoshop to edit other things. I still use mine now. Mine's still are yeah. in good feta because I don't really use it. I only really use it to edit photos. But there would be years at a time where I just wouldn't use it because it just, I didn't have the call just for it. Just didn't click with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why people like like the Cintix and using the iPad because oh, it God, is yeah. your drawing right in front of you mm. i mean yeah i mean i looked into getting one of those i'm terrible for looking into buying <laughs> expensive things i'm so yeah. bad i the other day was <laughs> like i want to buy a kiln and i was like you can't buy a kiln where would you store a kiln you don't have the facilities to even have a kiln let alone the money to buy one but i was like she's gonna buy a kiln <laughs> I want one, I want one. Yeah. i've never even done pottery in my one. life never done ceramics in my life but i was like you're gonna buy a kiln oh i love ceramics I love ceramics. I'd love to get into it. Um, I was looking at actually at secondhand ones. I tend to look for a lot of secondhand expensive tech like that. Um, Like a secondhand Mm. kiln or a secondhand um, press for pressing my wood cut prints. She's been doing it two weeks. She was looking at buying a press that was 200 quid. (laughs) Will was like, you can't do that. You can't... I was just like, maybe I should get this. Well, he didn't say that, but his voice in my head is always the one I hear. Like, you can't just... (laughs) in reality he'd probably be very supportive but yeah (laughs) but i was like you can't can't just buy a press and they're so ridiculously expensive presses i was like a little one that's like a3 um it doesn't have to have a fancy mechanism just something that i can just push down evenly get a nice big flat press but no about 300 quid so i might just make one it's kind of a robbery when you do think about that. I know, I know. I was, I was thinking, I might, I might just actually try and make one. And by me make one, like, I mean, um, I'll ask Will to help me make one because he's an engineer, a mechanical engineer. I'm sure he can make <laughs> something that can press two pieces of things together. So yeah, I mean, even like like um, do like a book press when you're book binding. Mm. Maybe something like that where it's just a couple of bolts and all you have to do is keep yeah. running the bolts down. Until yeah, because I'd love to make together. my own uh, sketchbooks. Because think about it, I've got all those offcuts. I was like, I could just make a hodgepodge looking sketchbook and just use it like that. I mean, that's something. If there are any any students listening to this right now, sketchbooks aren't like they're not worth the time. No, half the time of buying them at least because they're always like always especially the ones that are like a big thick book you know the sea white really close together yeah. beautiful they're absolutely gorgeous you look at them and you go oh yes i want that one and then you start working in it and it's like no this is difficult to work in because none of the pages work in the way you want it if you're using wet media it's a nightmare because you've got to keep it open somehow yeah. yeah and then I, um, the whole pages just go fluffy and everything it's you like, made a lot of your own there. sketchbooks didn't you yeah, I from second year onwards because it was just so much easier. Like I say, I work loose leaf, so I'd buy shitloads of cartridge paper and I'd just work on that. And then anything that was watercolor and watercolor paper, so I just at the end of the year, at the end of the term or the project, just pile it all into one, drill some holes in, and then add some book binding clips. That and it was just so much easier. That is something that took me ages because I just worked in sheets and had a um, presentation folder that I just slotted all Mm -hmm. my large sheets into. And that looked good, but 
I at the end I just started binding my own sketchbooks together because I could I found that I could put loads of smaller pieces in and like I could add in my own pages of type notes and stuff and at the end of the project yeah. it looked really good looked really professional so mm-hmm. uh, yeah students out there listening don't be fooled by the sketchbook bind your own I'm sure yeah, most most universities will have bookbinding facilities book and we were really and even lucky then, I'm just pointing out I I love the bookbinding room absolutely adore it especially because next door of MMU MMU students listen up I'm going to say something brilliant here you go downstairs into the bookbinding room and you go into the room next to it where the guillotine is sat there's a huge just yes. shelf and it's filled to the brim with offcuts that you can and have offcuts of everything you can take it for free for free. No one's going to stop you. And they encourage me. They were like, there's some offcuts in there. Just have them. Yeah. It's go ahead. Free. And all you have to do is walk in there and you just, all you have to do is go through and file through whatever you can find and you will pull out everything. Like, I have paper now that I've pulled out from, like, second year of being at uni being like, oh, I, I will use these. I will use these. Yeah. It's good paper. It's just good. And it's, it's, you know. Yeah. And sometimes it's like... Just A5 size, which is just a nice little size. Just a little, little A5 yeah. offcuts. But yeah, no, that bookbinding room at MMU is mad. It's so good. I, especially, once you're on terms with the tutor, being the, the technician and the, the art mm. in those rooms. They just let you nice get on with it. The technicians, they're there to help you. Yeah, you know what I mean? and they'll just trust um, you and let you get on with it. Yeah. So and it, honestly, it applies to any of the rooms, any of the, the rooms in... Um, say MMU, like I said, the technicians are so so nice. Mm. So you go in there, and there will always be things off cuts of wood, off cuts of um, like tracing paper. If you go down to like the plaster rooms, usually they'll have like separate bags that are like leftover things, and they'll let you have it. Yeah. They're not stingy with having it. I think they sort of understand that you are students, and sometimes you do need a lot to of technicians as well. Have, uh... Some of them have just come oh. out of being students as well, so they're like, yeah, have it. Yeah. Well, like, thanks. You know I mean, they, they are there to help you, and they will sort of, like, slide a few things across the table towards yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, the bookbinding room itself was insane. The amount of stuff that you got for free in that bookbinding room. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd go in, especially because, say, like we said, we built, made our own sketchbooks. Mm-hmm. They'd have, like, the backboard for it, and they'd have the bookbinding clips or the bolts so you wouldn't have to worry about bringing it all together unless you were sewing it which i think so no point in sewing i know i could not be bothered could never no no, no. go for the rings the rings are oh, to be fair, actually the other day i was looking for a um not like properly sewing a book together but just like very basic sewing uh, kits for bookbinding it's like 17 quid, which isn't, like, for the amount of stuff that you got, you got, like, two bone folders, a poker, a load of bulldog clips, some thread, a whole load of needles, and a few clips. And I was like, mm, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. But I also, mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm so ridiculous with my money. <laughs> We're talking about spending <laughs> money on stuff. Bitch. I am just, I... I yeah. <laughs> my priority is on where to spend to my money. It. Yeah, if I can find a way to do it with my own things, I will do it. And I'm pretty sure I have. Um, I'm, because, yeah. I feel like I'm so the opposite. I'm like, I want all of the things to do all the things <laughs> now. 
I was yeah. like, I want a giant. The other day I bought a guillotine. I've got a scalpel, but she bought a guillotine, an A3 guillotine. Okay. It was only 20 quid for oh, an no, A3 yeah. guillotine. And like, Don't I get me wrong, I do... If I see something that's like, oh, that looks really nice and I want it. But, you know, just never get it. But me, never, so, never sewn a book that. in my life, considered buying a load of book sewing tools. Never done... Potter in life considered buying a kiln. I'm like, oh, somebody oh, stop me. Take the money from my hands. Stop me. I wish. And then I wonder why it, yeah. I've never got any money. And I'm like, maybe maybe you're the problem. It's always here. closed for me. As much as I am the artist, I, it's always clothes that steal my money and shoes. Mm. <laughs> See, I don't really buy that many clothes. I mean, especially not this year I haven't bought any clothes because I'm not going to go down. Oh yeah. What's the point? No, definitely not. Got this the, the thing I bought the thing I wanted the most. Valentine's Day, me and my partner, he was like, Oh, I need a new pair of trainers. Alright, what do I want? And I was like, Do you know what I want? I want a tracksuit. I want a tracksuit that I can lounge in the house in comfortably, because that's really what I'm wearing all the time. Yeah. I was like, I want a matching yeah. tracksuit from the tall section so that it's long enough for my giant daddy long legs that <laughs> I don't have cold ankles. Thank God for that. For people listening, I am I am uh, ver- vertically gifted, shall we put it? You are vertically gifted. Um, um, even in high heels, I'm still not measuring up. <laughs> there used to be a time I when I used to I wear heels all the time honestly. as well. I, I wore heels almost every day to uni, just so I could feel bigger. You talked about having an iPad and an iPad, an iPad yeah. Pro and the Apple Pencil, and I... For those listening, work with a uh, an Apple laptop, and I've had many of them, and I have an iPhone. So, what is your view on the clear Apple supremacy in the art world? What is oh, what is what the is thing it? Is, I don't I don't know what it is. I think it's just the ease of the connectivity with Apple products, and that's why I buy more Apple products. I think the the selling point, because I originally, when I started uni, I had a Windows HP laptop. It was a notebook. It was absolutely fucking tiny. There was no point in having it because it was doing nothing for my digital work. And then I got to, I got the bursary. And during the first year of MU, the bursary was like £3,000 for that year, which was absolutely amazing. So I had about 800 quid left over. So I was like, I'm going to buy an Apple Mac. And immediately when I got it, the amount of space on it, the amount of storage, what I could do was really appealing. It was, you know, there's a lot, it's a huge screen. Um, I can do as many photographs, have as many folders as I want on it. And it was just really nice to have that sort of uh, access to tech. And then um, I think after that, because I, I still had an Android phone at, at that time as well. I wasn't a phone person until about last year. Or the year before, probably. And then, so then it was me buying then an iPhone and being like, oh, my iPhone connects too. It is the best part about Max, I think. I fucking love it so much. Yeah, I had had a a Huawei for a little while. And then my, I think it was my dad got a new phone. So I had his old iPhone. Because I I don't, Rosie don't buy a new phone. She has her parents' second-hand phones. (laughs) Because my dad, my dad likes... He likes his new phones, so he'll get a new phone, and I'll have his old phone. <laughs> but it's, yeah, an, yeah, it's yeah. an it's an iPhone, so with my laptop, I was just like, I forgot how nice it is. 
just to have everything. Like, if I take a picture of my work quickly on my iPhone, I can just... It's straight up on Straight Mac. up on my computer. It's great. And if I want to get... Amazing, the whole cloud thing. Oh, if I take a picture with my camera and Photoshop it on my laptop, and then I want to upload it to Instagram later, I don't have to go up to my laptop, email it, or, like, Google Drive it to myself. I can just go on my yeah. phone, go to files, pull it out, and upload it. But the yeah. thing is, the thing that bothers me about Apple is the amount that they cost. It is yeah. fucking extortionate. Kind of... yeah. And they know we'll buy it. it. They know we'll buy it. They know. Yeah, because they, they know the, the software that they have and the apps that you can have are so good that you feel like you have to then buy something. That... Yeah, like the, like the user-friendly the... interface part of it is so, so much better than Android. Yeah. Or um, Windows. I mean, my partner, he uses Windows and he builds his own computers from scratch. So he, mm -hmm. every time he uses my Mac, is filled with the rage of a thousand suns because he finds it so frustrating because <laughs> he's he's fully fully used to using uh, a PC. So, yeah. And he absolutely cannot stand Apple with a burning rage. Um, it's actually mm -hmm. quite funny. Every time he has to use anything of mine, I'm like... <laughs> And especially yeah. the I all mean, of the it's... the X out minima and minimize buttons are on the other side of the screen. It's great. Yeah, like, go and the then they side. disappear at certain points. <laughs> I know, I know. And uh, my dad uses my laptop sometimes. He'd use my laptop, mm. and um, he doesn't have a PC; he just has an iPhone and an iPad. So he'll be touching, almost putting his fist through the screen of my very delicate MacBook Air. Oh, and I'm like, Dad, no. My dad's got like yeah. big, like manly hands. Yeah. Big strong hands, and he'd be trying to tap my screen. And I'm like, you're gonna, oh, you're going it. through yeah. this any second now. Um, like I adore my iPad so much. Like I, I got my iPad during like first year of the MA, and I purely got it because of Eve. Because mm. I saw oh, yeah. Eve working, and it's actually Eve. Eve Bridges. She does. She's at Eve Illustration, I think, on Instagram. I, I, I do believe. Absolutely amazing. She is. We could go, We could have a whole episode about Eve and how much we love her work. Oh, um, my God. We we will one day snatch Eve and put her on this podcast. Oh, my God, yes, please. Frankly, Eve, she needs Eve, to talk about all her work. If you're listening, please, come on. I'm just going to go on her Instagram <laughs> and check that we got her handle right. Yeah. Just because sure I feel like everybody, yeah. At Eve Illustration. No, just Eve Illustration. Yeah. Just Eve. Go yeah. check her out. It's great. She's so talented. We Absolutely we love you. Gorgeous. We need to have her on. Yeah. Um. And I just I, I saw the way she was working on the iPad, and I was like, it's beautiful. I love it so much. And yeah, <laughs> she definitely. It does look like a much more intuitive that. drawing system than I'm used to with Photoshop and Illustrator. Um. Yeah. So you don't you don't like Photoshop? Tell me why. I won't be offended because I, I don't really draw in don't... Photoshop. I feel like. It's not worth the money. If I'm if I'm hitting on that st standpoint, because it's like say the Creative Cloud that's like twenty pounds a month for a student, mm. and sometimes I'm like, okay, it, it, fair dues. It's you know there, there's access to a lot there, but is it worth it? I don't use my Creative Cloud file system at all ever. I have yeah. just Photoshop. And I mostly keep that around because I run Art Hall. Go check it out. 
cheeky plug. I run Art Hall, and that requires me to do a lot of editing photos, product photos, Mm -hmm. for either Instagram content or for the website. So, and I know how to use it, and I know how to use it well, so it cuts down the amount of time it takes me to edit a photo in um, Photoshop is no time at all. Like, I can take a load of photos and then just rail through them all, choose the best ones, just flip around with the brightness and take out any funny spots and then just upload them. I'm just, I can't, Mm -hmm. you can't beat knowing how to use it, but the entire creative, Adobe Suite is disgustingly expensive. It's disgustingly expensive. Yeah, especially, like I said, for students, 20 pound a month is, it's a lot of money now. It's a lot of money now, I'm not even a student. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't pay for it and I I didn't and um, I think it was not, just after we got out of uni and I was considering, okay, I want to do my own narratives and things and there's stuff that I've been working on. But I need to familiarise myself more with um, InDesign so I could, you know, fit everything mm-hmm. together because that's what, you, that's what you're taught. And I wanted to make, I'm planning to make some ebooks and I know the way to make ebooks with InDesign. And I was looking at all up and I did the free trial and I was like, it's kind of not worth having to spend over £20 a month just for Photoshop and InDesign. So instead I started Googling things and I use, I use Affinity. Oh, I've heard about Affinity. I've heard it's good. I, yeah, I've got Affinity Designer, I think it's called. If you go on the website, you can find out. They have a version like Photoshop, a version like InDesign and a version like Illustrator. And I got them when they were on sale, so they were only £20 each. And that's it. I might have to have a look, actually, because at the moment I'm paying £9.99 a month just for Photoshop on its own. Yeah. But if I can... If it's worth... It might be worth my while to just... Bite the bullet and relearn. Yeah. I might try the free trial. It's it's not even like it's a bad thing, because what they do, they have masses of tutorials. Say if you want to learn something, they have a tutorial set up for you to learn how to do that. I mean, that's really the way you've got to do it when you're trying to win over a bunch of people who've been using Photoshop for years. You've really got to make it as accessible as possible. Definitely. And I think I played around with the InDesign designer version of Affinity and it was really, really good and it was was easy for me to bring up a document that I could then, you know, put a few pages on. So there was no struggle in having to re-figure out how to use things. And I think sometimes it's, I think it's the things that people like, oh, it's Adobe and it's Photoshop. So the name is immediately there, like, oh, you have to use Adobe and you have to use Photoshop. And it's like, no, there are alternatives out there to use things. I mean, I didn't start using Photoshop when I first started illustrating um, digitally. I was using Fire Alpaca and Paintsall SAI because they were free and I pirated them off Tumblr, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah, I pirated, I pirated everything when I first started. <laughs> I still do every so often. Pirate few <laughs> things. You're the captain of this pirate ship. Um, yeah, no. People listening, you can fully just pirate Photoshop. I think you can pirate old versions of it. You can't. Can you not? I thought you could. No, no, they had a crackdown because that's the reason I found Affinity. Because they had a whole, a huge crackdown on the pirate copies that were going out, and um, they put like a blocker on it, and it was like you have seven days to purchase the mm. actual Photoshop, otherwise this 
will just this program will just not work mm. and so I just ended up deleting the program and then finding affinity instead which yes. is pretty it's pretty yeah, I mean, something like that like <laughs> paint paint tool SAI I'm sure there's going to be one on Tumblr like and but that only works on Windows but it's really good yeah it's really good mm. yeah anybody out there who's got a Windows computer who's not interested in buying a Mac definitely look into pirating some stuff down because it's absolutely worth it Printers, scanners. Printers, ah, yeah. Printers are absolutely dog shit. <laughs> Sorry. Well. I hate printers. I hate them. Well. I um, hate them so much. I, for Art Hall, the big purchase that I made mm. for it was an A3 Canon inkjet, inkjet printer. And when I tell you, it's revolutionised my life. It absolutely has. She's the yes. best. I love her. She's great. She's massive. She's beautiful. It was one of the ones that they had in the uh, in the tech lab. The tech lab. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, Those yes, ones. Yes. Um, they were gorgeous. So good, and it was very very expensive. It's three hundred pounds, but I'd been saving for a year to get it. So I was saving for a year, and then my partner very kindly donated some money to the cause as well. Cause he was like, I'm so sick of you. Just, he's like, I'm just invested in you. I think he was a bit sick of me moping around, waiting <laughs> to start it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we were in lockdown oh, one, yeah. and I had nothing else to do. So, <laughs> I think I was just going a bit up the wall. So he's like, here you go, just, just so you can start. And I was like, yes. So yeah, um, but recently I've been printing some stuff off. New things coming on art hall that have a black background, a solid black Ooh. background. And when I was like. I was first printing them off. I was like, please, God, this is the true test of my printer is can it print a good looking solid black background uninterrupted? Mm. And it can. So uh, that money paid yes. off. It paid it's, off. It's, yeah. Sometimes the investment has to be made. Like mm. with spending 200 pounds on a camera, spending 800 pounds on an iPad. Sometimes it is worth it, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean... It'll keep you there in the long run. Yeah, and my computer was a big investment, and I'm still using it now, six years on. Same with my camera, six years on. Um, yeah. The yeah. thing is, you've got to buy things. If you're making a big investment, it has to have longevity to it. Yeah. It has definitely. to be something you'll... If you think you won't be using it in five years' time, don't spend the money on it. There's no point. Yeah. Um, it's not worth it. Yeah. It needs to be like a big one-off purchase. Only now am I starting to think about getting around to buying a new computer. Because this one's... this It's the smallest MacBook Air yeah. that they do. So I'm like, I want a bigger screen. And for it to not uh, crash Photoshop so often. Oh, yeah, so. I mean, like, it, I will only stop and buy something new if the one thing I have has been worn out to, to just ridiculous yeah. extent. Yeah. Because what's, what's the point in changing? I'm... If I'm so used to using this iPad and there's nothing wrong with it, why am I just going to change it? Yeah, and if it's no still point. working perfectly fine, there's no point in changing it. It's the only thing that makes me want to think about getting rid of this is that it crashes Photoshop all the time, and I know that I can trade in this laptop for money off another laptop at the Apple shop. Yeah. So I'm like, if I trade it, it in now and get a new laptop, I'll be saving money off the new one mm. rather than just waiting a couple months not a couple months, I won't be buying it within the next couple of months, but you know, a <laughs> couple of years and having it be really run out. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, just generally covering anything else, 
your embroidery. Oh yeah. I absolutely love it. Yes, uh, I already had a load of sewing stuff because I um, tailor my own clothes quite often. So I already had all of that. And then embroidery hoops, turn out they're dead cheap. You can get them from Hobartians, guys. I got mine from Fred Alders, which is usually quite expensive, and it was two pound. Two pound. Hobartians had them for like one pound sixty. Saved our forty p kids. Hey, forty p adds up. No, seriously, take care of the pennies. Take care of the pennies. It's it's legitimate, honestly. Like, don't knock going to like home bargains in Poundland. Oh no, I went to Poundland the other day. Poundland have a, a daily roaming section in the really? art. Really? So you go to yeah. So you know where the kids stuff is is usually a little art section. If you go in there, they have daily roaming paper. So they have like A5 sheets of watercolour paper. I think you can get five in a pack and for a pound. I'm going to go Which clear, really, out, really clear out my nearest pound land. Yeah, they have watercolour paper. They've got marker paper. They've got acrylic paper. I think they've got them like a cartridge pad. And then they have sketchbooks as well that are all um, De La Roni as well. Yeah, and also... I'm just saying, you don't have to go to an art shop to get... No, no, although I do believe it's good to support, especially small art shops, because you're supporting yeah, small business. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's why you're to Fred Elders, because there's only shops. three. Um, there's Cass Art in Manchester, Manchester, and Jackson's is online. That's a good mm-hmm. small family-run business, uh, and I ordered them from, from them, and uh, my delivery was really quick, so just saying. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of another art shop. I'm sure there's another one. There used to be one on Bold mm. Street in Liverpool for any Scout students. Go down Bold Street. There's loads of little independent art shops there. Can't think of the specific name of it because it wasn't very obvious because it had been there for years. So everybody just knew it as the art shop on Bold Street. But if they're still there, go check them out. Um, yeah. they just I, That's why I always try and order from a small business like that because I just think. But also, yeah. for people listening out there, I know we've talked a lot about Apple I've talked a lot about spending lots of money on art supplies, but you do not need to spend money to be a legitimate artist yes. in any I, way, shape, or form. I don't want anyone to think that you have to buy the best. To, to be the best. Be the best. You don't. I mean, look at me. I I work on freaking printer paper sometimes. I, yeah. You know, I buy paintbrushes from the pound shop. I buy paint from like home bargains the, the acrylic ones because i mean it's it's just what i'm gonna try and it's not a sense of you have to buy the most expensive paint you have to buy the most expensive paintbrush sometimes it's just learn to work with what you have yeah 100 percent. be resourceful in what you have you don't have to have all the funds in the world to make something beautiful by any means i remember being in being in um first year and one of our tutors came in with a three hundred pound paintbrush and was like, "You should all think about investing in your materials because I got one of these and I've yes. had it had it for I years." And I was like, that. "I was like, I am a working class student living away from home. Do you think for I one second that. that I have that kind? I have those kind of um, funds for this? Yeah. No, I do not. I and... I legit I bought." two paintbrushes that were expensive and for expensive for me it was three pound for this paintbrush and there's two of them so that's six quid i bought them i think from fred alders those are the only two fancy paintbrushes i have i've got because one. the rest of my paintbrushes yeah 
and it's like they're good for the little things like one's really really small and one's really long so one's for lettering and the other one's just for little details and it's good to have those little ones there it's in no means are they any sort of superiority to the paintbrushes i bought from amazon or the paintbrushes i bought from a pound shop there's no difference no but i think it's just having them and trying them i think was the, the key for me yeah just knowing yeah, knowing what the other looking. side was knowing you weren't missing out on anything yeah you know. sometimes you're not missing out on anything if you can produce a piece of artwork that you really really love using felt tips or using crayons mm. do it I know expensive yeah, scissors you as well. Something that you really like. Expensive scissors can absolutely get get in the bin. Just buy a cheap pair of scissors. Yeah, Who's buying expensive scissors? scissors? Yeah, go to go to Wilkinson's and buy the free pack of scissors where you get the really small ones, you get the medium sized ones, and you get yeah. the long ones. The long ones are great to use on fabric. The medium size are really good to use on paper, and the small ones I use for chopping my uh, tapes. Yeah, and cotton. They're good for cotton. And cotton. Yeah, unless you need like specific fabric scissors that do give you that zigzaggy wiggly cut, you don't need them. Yeah, um, I mean, I think the only big investment I've ever made on anything shop was my craft knives because I have been using craft knives for ten years now, and I started off with really horrible. Um, the orange plastic, plastic one. ones. <laughs> Yes, love them. I absolutely adore them. I got in a rage once and I slammed it into a, a tabletop and the whole thing just went split down the middle. <laughs> and I never felt more powerful. But <laughs> I still have my original first orange crafting knife. And I used I and abused that thing. I've still got it. You it's got still going. I although I did yeah. recently buy it's one of those ones with the scalpel blades. Yeah, that, I have that. Um and that was like eight quid for the handle and three blades but then the blades are only yeah the blades are fairly cheap and the handle is metal so i'm like that'll last forever mm-hmm. so i could just I have... use that although i did used to have an old scalpel one of those metal handles ones that you slip it in this is like a retractable one and once i was changing the blade on that my hand slipped and i had to go to a and e because i cut the tip Ooh. of my thumb almost completely off and i still don't yeah. have any feeling in the tip of my thumb because the nerves haven't quite reconnected yet <laughs> so be careful if you use a scalpel please be careful. Yeah. Put some protective material over it, please. When you're pushing the blade in, like slip it on slightly, mm. and then using your craft mat, just push against your craft mat. Yeah, like push it, it right into in. the craft mat, and don't use your hands to hold it because you yeah. will end up like me. You will hurt yourself. And just with a massive gash in your thumb, disgusting. I, I always like threw up and fainted I... after that. <laughs> I'm like so I not think, squeamish, think... and then it happened, and I was like, oh, "Oh my god!" I've done all kinds of things with my knives because I just I throw them about. I don't care if I get cut, I get cut, and it's very regular, irregularly, perhaps that I always get stabbed. But the other day, I had one on my bed, and I I was cleaning up, and I knocked my bed, and I watched, and I watched it in slow motion. This fucking knife just went straight down and into my foot. And I've still got a mark. <laughs> I'm like, there was a there was a trail of blood of me walking from my bedroom to the bathroom to just grab a bit of tissue just to slap on it while I then carried on cleaning my bedroom. It's a much yeah. much more cool and collected uh, response than me. Oh yeah. No, no that's why I bought one of the retractable on? ones now is because I'm like I'm never messing around with scalpels ever again. They're so sharp. Oh no. So good, but so scalpels. sharp. Yeah. 
Wait, wait, if you go for the scalpels, say the metal handle one, um, Fred Aldous, they do a pack. And it's mm. uh, for 15 quid, I think you get about 100 blades in it. I'm still using mine. I've had it for about four years. I need I'm, to, I'm I need, I need to get out. some. So my Fred Aldous now, mm. um, they're doing like click and collect online. So it might take myself up to a little trip. A little, Ooh, little yes. walk up into Go the city it. centre for all those wondering what I was going to do with my week. <laughs> that now. Sometimes yeah, I forget that we're maybe. recording and that we're not just having a boring conversation about <laughs> what I'm going to do next week. What I'm going to do next week? Imagine. I'm, I'm feeling pretty happy with my week because I was really getting upset. Well, not upset. I was getting frustrated because my manager wanted me to come into the office on Mondays for like the next two weeks to do um, training to learn how to do cancellations. And I was like, I really don't want to go into the office. I'm not like physically, I'm an indoor person now. You're like an indoor cat. <laughs> she doesn't go out. Yeah. I don't want to go out, you know. I mean, I do go out and everything. I'm not like, I'm not trapped in my house or anything like that. But it was more like, oh, do I really have to go into that freaking office and have to do all that shit? And uh, unfortunately, my manager's been replaced with another manager. So all my training was cancelled. <laughs> you willed that into the universe. You willed that into the universe. I did. I willed it into the universe. I was really happy. I was like, yes. I was like, is, is this what... Did I, did I sacrifice something to Satan at this point? Is this... What did I do? But yeah, no. It made me really happy. Oh, no, I just uh, spend all my weeks now applying for new jobs. Please, everybody listening, please pray for me. I applied for a job and I really want it, so please pray for me. Yeah, we're sending all the vibes to you, all the positives. Take it all. Um, And I think that's everything, isn't it? That's everything. Have a nice week, guys. Yes, be nice, stay safe. Don't spend lots on art materials if you don't have to. It's yeah. calm. And do some art for yourself. Yeah. Not for anybody else. Enjoy you know, it. Do a nice picture. Tag me in it. Yes, tag us in your art if you've been listening. If you've been drawing whilst you're listening to this, tag us in it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And uh, as always, we're always up to talk to you on Instagram and whatnot. Let us know what you think about materials. Uh, let us know what you think about our thoughts and our takes on it on uh, at pretentious bastards pod on instagram go mm-hmm. check it out and i think we'll speak to you all later so bye bye thank you for listening to the pretentious bastards podcast i have been rose and edwards and that has been tay rose dussy if you're looking to support us or our work go check out arthall.co.uk if you can't afford to buy anything it is by no means necessary you could just follow us at pretentious bastards pod on instagram taya is at taya rose duss on instagram and i am at rosalind edwards art on instagram thank you for listening and have a good week bye I enjoy doing digital work. (laughs) 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 I'll ask you that question. So. Oh no.